Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hope you are all having a great day. And there's my special shout-out. Here it comes to Yoshiko Dart. And guess what? I'll be seeing Yoshiko tonight at the AAPD Gala, the American Association of People with Disabilities, and certainly one of the people that did so much in this world to see that ADA come to fruition, Yoko and Justin Dart, who we lost Justin several years ago, but Yoshiko has kept that fire alive, and we love you so much, Yoshiko. And a special, special shout out to yes, I know you're going to guess the country. You're going to guess the country, Ireland. Ireland, still number one of the 17 countries that listen to this show. Ireland, you rock. And guess what, Ireland? Guess who's being honored tonight at the AAPD Gala, Accenture. Now, here's a little trivia. A lot of people do not know that the headquarters is in Ireland. How about that? So, you know, you need to let everyone know about this show. And you know you can go to Spotify and Apple to get this show and listen to it if you want someone else to hear it and that, you know, they missed it today. And to our sponsors. So let's start with Highmark, our lead sponsor. And let's start with Highmark so I can move into our dynamic sponsor, AudioEye. AudioEye with the greatest software product for digital accessibility and the greatest CEO anywhere around, Todd Bankafier. Welcome to the show. Oh, Joyce, what a start that is. <laughs> Great job. We love being well, it's true. a sponsor it's true, of your radio show. I feel. Well, we love sponsoring this radio show. You do so much. So much uh, output on, on, on this specific issue of disability, and uh, so very honored to be here. So thank you. Well, you know what? I want to tell you something, Todd. Through AudioEye sponsoring this show, you, too, are changing more lives because you're already changing lives with your product, but people throughout the world are hearing this. So I just want to say before we even get started that if you're a business or if you are a business person that knows other business people and they want to talk about this or a disability rights leader, this is a great product that I endorse. And I know that you know that you, well, let's see, I maybe said that only one other time, but I do endorse this product, AudioEye. Not only is it a great product, but you know what? It's always about the top, and the top at this company has integrity. And so, Tell everyone about this product, AudioEye, and Todd is the CEO of AudioEye. As I said, he is a person of great integrity, and so why do you choose 
AudioEye as a company that you would like to lead, Todd? Well, that's a great question. Um, it's pretty simple, though. I mean, I first I thank you for the kind words, and what it really comes down to is knowing that you can make a difference in this world if you really put your mind to it. And um, you know, being a technology guy, I fell in love with the technology at AudioEye because. We utilize the latest and greatest in technology to provide not just accessibility, but usability for those individuals who struggle to use the Internet every day. So, you know, in, back in the 1990, when George Bush Sr. signed the ADA, we, you know, we provided a vehicle to provide the ramps and rails for the physical world. And that was the focus back then. But as you know now, the digital world... Uh, needs accessibility as well, and AudioEye has a technology that provides the virtual ramps and rails to the digital world. And we're so, so, so blessed to have uh, people that have built this technology. We've patented it. We've, we've put it out across over 1,100 customers across this beautiful world, and people are starting to understand that uh, the Internet, unfortunately, was broken. It was nobody's uh, intent to do that. Uh, it's just a skill set that was never taught in any of the universities or high schools in our country, that being coding with accessibility and understanding the truest sense of how to, to, to uh, affect universal design so that somebody with a disability can actually use what is probably the, the oxygen of the world these days, and that's digital content. And AudioI has done that. Um, figured out a way to perfectly uh, assess a site, determine what's wrong with uh, what is known as the WCAG standards, World web content accessibility guidelines, and we can tell you immediately <clears throat> where you are in error on your website, and then we have the ability to remediate that, those errors and those risks within a really relatively short time within, within – we do most sites under 60 to 90 days and have the site fully accessible. We test it. We have some great partners that help test our services. And uh, then we push it out uh, to our companies in a live production, and now they have an accessible site. And Joyce, as you know, when we have a population of 15 to 20% of the world's population unable to fully utilize websites because of visual issues or auditory issues or motor issues or cognitive issues. That's a huge population, huge, when you think about um, 15 to 20% of the population. And whenever I state those statistics, and those are not my statistics, that's the World Health Organization, that's Google, that's Gartner, they've all... Um, studied this issue and found that there's a huge population that's now struggling to use the Internet every day. And when you have that size of a population, you have to do something about it. And that's why I feel so blessed to be at a company that mission is very simple. It's equal access for all. And each day we walk into work, we, we talk about how we can do better to make uh, the digital experiences complete and um, and uh, utilize, utilized it 100% as possible, and that's what we do. And um, I'm, a, I'm a lucky guy because I get out of bed extra quick in the morning knowing that we're uh, making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you are. You know, I'm glad you brought up that other 
comment earlier because I talk about this all the time. I talk about when Eve Hill, Department of Justice, when I was at the White House during the President Obama administration, when she said, you know, how can you hire people with disabilities if your mm-hmm. applications are not accessible? And when, she, when you said that about the virtual ramps, this is what really infuriates me, that if today there would be buildings everywhere that were not accessible, oh, my goodness, there would be such an outcry. There would be protest. And yet there are companies that do not have accessible websites or internal applications. You know, you see the video doesn't have captioning um, or, or it is not accessible for someone with a learning disability or just not accessible. And you know what? That's equally wrong. That's equal to those buildings not having access with a wheelchair. Um, and I'm going to tell you, if you have a disability and you're listening to this show, you've got to spread that to everyone. You've got to tell everyone, we have the right to get in the house of every yep. website with our virtual chairs. That, you know, we got to get more fired up about that. Even when, when Todd was saying that, I think, oh, you know what? That, here we are. Next year's the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. 70% of people with disabilities, 70% are still outside the workforce. And there are people that don't realize this is all about civil rights, you know, with digital accessibility. And, mm-hmm. Todd, I know that we have done uh, testing for you, and I know from our uh, executive in, in uh, the high-test area, Paula Baylog and Jim Homey, that uh, your product is fantastic. But for those listening to the show that, like me, are not technical giants by any stretch of the imagination, maybe you could explain a little bit more of what AudioEye actually is. What is that product? Well, First of all, you know, we're a purpose-driven technology company. As I said earlier, our mission is equal access for all, and we do that through a software-as-a-service, SaaS-based, um, fully managed service, which makes websites accessible and usable for those with individuals with disabilities. So we do that in a format that uses what is called JavaScript, where it allows us to inject our software into the footer of a website it spiders throughout the entire websites and tells you what's wrong to the international standard, which I mentioned earlier, the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. Once we know that, then we um, can provide a price for the governments or the school or the company that uh, we're scanning their site. And they sign a contract, and we immediately move into action. Within a couple of days, we have a kickoff meeting. We tell them exactly how to inject the software into their the footer of their site, and then they are done. The company doesn't have to do anything else. We now have control of the ability to uh, remediate all those errors and risks and do that um, really efficiently and effectively over a quick amount of time um, and have the ability to uh, then test the site. We utilize Bender to do those tests like you mentioned and um, make sure that we have fully um, eliminated any of those errors or risks that are on the site. 
Then we have the ability to um, put a certification that's called the AudioI Trusted Certification on there so that if somebody comes to the site that's looking to see whether the site is accessible or not, they immediately see a certification that says it's, the site has been made accessible to the WCAG 2.1 standard. And then we um, add what is, I think, probably one of the best parts and a really, a, really a value add to our services. We add a toolbar that sits for the user to click on, and they can then create their own user experience. So imagine coming to a site, clicking on that, and saying, you know, I have low vision. I'd love to increase the size of the font. They literally just hit the plus key and increases the size of the font. Somebody is dyslexic, has a dyslexia. They can hit the F key and change the, dis the, the current font to a dyslexic font. Dyslexic font, open dyslex dyslexic font is a, is a not real understood thing, but it's a really a, a true font. The, the letters are weighted at the bottom uh, so that the eye follows um, the sentence across the page. And when you have your whole site moved to dyslexic font, those that have dyslexia tell us every time, oh, what a huge relief for me now. I can just go through this site uh, so much easier. Someone that's colorblind, we have six different colors you can change <clears throat> the, the website to to pick the color of your choice to move through it. And uh, for those with epilepsy, Joyce, you understand this, that uh, when there's a lot of flash or a lot of movement on a website, uh, that can cause seizure. So we eliminate that. We have the ability you can move to what is called a site menu, and it's just the tabs and links of a site. Eliminates all of that confusion and allows somebody to navigate a site fully and, and uh, readily. Um, so we feel strongly about addressing all disabilities, as many as possible. And we know we don't have, you know, them all completely fixed. Or we have a format for everybody, but we are working on them every day. And we hear more comments back from our from our users, and we continue to enhance. But our mission is equal access for all, so we'll never settle for just being so-so. We'll continue to be reforming our, our formats, continue to add tech, new technologies and add uh, different capabilities so that the usability of a website is just as easy for everyone that comes to it. So we're focused uh, on utilizing very, very effective technologies. Uh, that make it cost-efficient for a company or a government or a school that's buying our service. We're very quick to get e getting sites made accessible. That's really important in this world. Today, when so many people are pushing companies and governments to move their websites towards accessibility, we have the ability to do that very quickly, quicker than anybody. Um, and then probably most important, Joyce, is that we have the ability to stay on the site with our software and throughout the life of the subscription that the company or the government has purchased, we keep the site accessible. So imagine sites that change their content every half hour because they've changed out new products to buy or they change out new um, learning uh, modules on an online learning uh, curriculum. They change them out all the time, and when they change out content, it causes errors. So our software sits on that site and can monitors the site throughout the life of the subscription. If 
any new errors or risks come on the site, we, we get alerted in our technology platform, and we fix those. So you stay compliant, you stay accessible, and you stay usable throughout the life of an AudioEye subscription. And that's probably one of the most important things is it's not just made accessible for a short period of time and then it goes back to having risks and errors. It stays accessible throughout the life of the subscription and we're really proud of that. So we uh, we do great things at AudioEye each day and uh, we know we're... Uh, we're making a difference uh, with each and every customer and each and every end user that uses the sites of, that uh, they're out there. We still have a long way to go, Joyce. As you know, just mentioned earlier how many companies are still sort of dwindling in whether or not this is something that is important. And I just say this. There is no real company leader or government leader out there that I believe they realize that they're disallowing 15 to 20% of the population to not properly use their site would in any way say that's not a good idea to have it fixed. I believe they all believe that it is. They just got to get moving on it. And uh, as I tell leaders of companies, you know, put it in your next quarter's budget. It doesn't have to be right away, but just get it in the budget and move forward. It's not expensive considering what you're uh, missing out on from that 15 to 20%. The buying power alone is substantial. So think about what you're missing out on when you're thinking about that large population. And for me, that's, you know, a pretty simple reason to say we need to fix our website and make it accessible for everybody that comes to it. That's a very simple accessibility statement to make for, as a company leader. I hope they understand that. And I, I think if anyone is listening right now, I know they understand that. So I encourage them to move forward. And you know, I'm not here to pitch audio. I'm here to pitch you know, accessibility. I'm just really proud of what we do each and every day to make this, uh, make this issue go away. <clears throat> yes, and I'm glad when you described all those disabilities uh, that can, you know, access and use AudioEye's product. I'm glad you did that because still to this day, some people think when you talk about this, it is only for people who are blind. And it certainly yep. is for people who are blind, but it's for all those other disabilities that you mentioned. And do you know what I mean, Todd? A lot of people don't realize that. Yep. <coughs> well, some of my best, you know, good friends are blind and they'll tell me, and you know, it's so great that you guys... You obviously make it accessible for me, but I really love the fact that you've made it accessible for all those other disabilities as well, and that's that's really important. Um, so I appreciate that. Yes. Now, I was reading on your website where you said that this product for, for corporations or agencies or uh, any NGOs, that it's an easy lift. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Well, that's really the, the simple equation for somebody that's a decision maker when they say, you know, are we, are we as a company capable of doing this or should we outsource this to somebody that is? And the easy lift is that we, we make it really simple for you to understand that we're a full-service solution. So we use the analogy of, you know, if you have transmission in your car as a problem, you don't go to YouTube to try and figure out how to fix it. You'd spend... Two, three months trying to get your transmission fixed if you even got close to it. You, 
you find a transmission specialist because you know they're the subject matter experts and you take it to them. So the easy lift is find the subject matter expert, allow them to do what they do best, and you stay focused on the problems and the issues that you're focused on at your company and your priorities and allow us as the subject matter experts in digital accessibility to move forward and make this this problem go away for you. And um, so the easy lift is making it uh, simple for somebody to just hand us the keys and uh, to the cars, uh, to use that analogy, and allow us to do what we do as subject matter experts. You know, um, when you said that, I just want to say one thing. You know what this reminds me of? You know, being that I'm older, there was a day there were no seatbelts. Right. You know, and people would be saying, yeah, we should have seatbelts someday. Yeah, not an option any longer. Someday in history, people are going to say, um, you know, can you believe there was a day when we used to say why things should be accessible? Can you imagine that we even had to talk about that? That's what we're going to say. Yeah. And hey, we're going to well, go to break, like, and then we're—I'm okay. sorry—we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back. But if you just joined us, we are talking to Todd Bankafir, the CEO of AudioEye. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at VoiceAmerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. MailJet is changing how teams email with the launch of their collaboration toolkit. Create and send emails with your team faster with real-time collaboration and in-app commenting. Learn why businesses like Product Hunt, Microsoft, Avis, and more send millions of emails every day with MailJet at hello.mailjet.com forward slash voice and try MailJet Premium for one month free. That's hello.mailjet.com forward slash voice. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. 
Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. If you just joined us, we're talking to Todd Bankafier, the CEO of AudioEye. And what we were just talking about is how AudioEye is an easy lift for a company, for a CEO, when they make this decision, you can continue talking about that, but also, could you talk about how your product provides sustainability? Well, sustainability in the sense of we sustain the service. That's sort of a unique in this market. Uh, the traditional approach has been to, you know, bring in a developer and have them as we always say, sort of hack away at, it's probably a bad word, but hack away at the source code to sort of fix all these issues, and it takes a long time to first design what the, what the fixes are and then to go through the process of fixing them. And it has sort of an end point because once you fix the last error, your site is hopefully accessible. But as I stated earlier, any content changes, any sort of UX or UX, UI design changes that cause errors throughout the site, um, put your site out of compliance again. And so we love the fact that our software stays on the website. It monitors the website throughout the life of the subscription. And anytime there is any errors that come about as a result of those content changes or UI UX changes, we fix them. First we get alerted through our technology, and then uh, we, are, we fix those errors and those risks as they come about. So we sustain accessibility throughout the life of subscription, and that is unheard of in this marketplace. Our technology has the ability to make sure you're accessible and then stay accessible throughout the life of our subscription. So if you sign up for one, two, three, four, or five years, that entire duration your site will say stay accessible as a result of our monitoring capability and the, and the ability to be alerted and fix those errors as they come about. So sustainability is really an important asset in our technology, and we, and our customers tell us all the time they really feel a sense of reassurance knowing that, they, that we get alerted every time there's a new error that comes about on their side and we fix it. So sustainability is a huge, um, huge asset uh, to the AudioEye solution, and we're very, very, very proud of it. Oh, that's great. Hey, well, listen, I am interrupting because we have a caller on the line that I had hold forever, and, like, that's not Joe Smith. It is Congressman and author of the ADA, Tony Quello. Please forgive me. Tony, are you with us? I am with you, Joyce. I love the fact that you're given this exposure to Todd. Uh, he does a great job. It's fabulous that uh, Todd is able to 
identify what AudioEye uh, does and can do. Um, and I think when people think of disabilities, they think of uh, what the ADA has done. But the ADA was put into effect uh, 30 years ago, uh, basically, and uh, we didn't know much about the Internet at that time. And there's so many people that their uh, access to opportunity uh, is the Internet. And uh, people of all ages, but particularly a lot of young people. And of that group, there are, uh, as Todd has pointed out, a great percentage of them who are people with disabilities. And they can't get on the Internet without the help of audio eye. Um, and for these people, what it means is an opportunity to um, look for a job, an opportunity to do a job, an opportunity to know what is going on. Um, and so they have been closed out of the access uh, to accessibility uh, for all these years. And now, um, as a result of what AudioEye is doing, that opportunity is available to uh, people with practically every disability. As Todd points out, uh, they're still working on adding more uh, folks with disabilities uh, uh, to their uh, program. Uh, but what they've done is just absolutely amazing, outstanding, um, something that I, of course, am totally, totally supportive of. And Todd has done a great job, Todd, a great job of uh, articulating this to people and leading the organization uh, to get more and more people on board. So I, I really am uh, appreciative of the fact that you have Todd on explaining what AudioEye can do by providing the opportunity to be part of uh, what the rest of society does with the Internet. Thank you so well, Tony, very much, you, Tony. Tony is author of the ADA. You started it all with access into buildings. And as Todd was saying earlier, uh, now it's virtual ramps, you know, getting into uh, companies. But really, that's just an advancement from a technological standpoint of what the ADA did 30 years ago. And the other thing you said that, Todd, wow, this could be a great tagline at AudioEye, access to opportunity. I love that, access to opportunity. That is such a great, uh, such a great tagline there. Absolutely. Todd, but Todd, I'm sure you wanted to say something to Tony. Well, I do. Well, before I Todd does, let me just say something that, you know, we can't, force people to do things, uh, those of us with disabilities, uh, but what we can do is create the opportunity for people to, to participate in society, to be part of what everybody else does. We can create the opportunity, and that's what AudioEye is doing, is creating the opportunity. They're not forcing anybody. What they're doing is giving individuals, and I really get excited about young people who love the Internet, and they are, uh, that's their vehicle to success. That's their vehicle to know what's going on in society and so forth. But AudioEye gives these folks the opportunity to participate just like everybody else. Nothing more, 
but more importantly, nothing less. Uh, Congressman, you hit it right on the head. I mean, for the younger generation, um, digital content is their oxygen, as you stated out. I mean, they, they cannot move through the day without using any of their devices, whether it's their phone or their laptop or their iPad. That is their that is the, the vehicle to their success, as you said. And I'm uh, just about ready to head out to Anaheim for the CSUN conference. And every year when I'm there, when I see hundreds of young people with disabilities of all kinds, from blind to, to deaf to, to those in um, mobility issues, to, to just, you know, everyday autism, and they'll tell you, that if you take away their digital content, you've pretty much taken away everything that they have to, 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 um, to move forward in life. It is that important to them. And it always motivates me because I always feel like I hope we're continuing to do as much as we can to make sure we can address each and every one of those individuals' <clears throat> disabilities. And that's what AudioEye is all about. I'm very proud to have Tony Coelho as a board member of our of, of our company and has been from day one. And just to to know that we have uh, you know made a, a difference in you know the, the lives of a number of those young people now that are able to access the internet and have fully uncomplicated uh, user experiences is what gets us out of bed every day. At the, uh, the, the employees here at AudioEye and Tony, thank you for coming on the show and talking about uh, the importance of this and for all you have done. Uh, no problem, Todd. Thank you. We're not I, here I without you. Sure so. there, there are two points I want to make, and one is that um, I get a lot of offers to join uh, corporate boards, and I turn down uh, practically all of them, um, but I wanted to be involved with AudioEye just because of the opportunity you create for those of us with disabilities. That turned me on. I've been very proud to be part of that. Secondly, a point I want to make, I made an issue about young people and so forth, but the fastest growing percentage-wise of people with disabilities are uh, the elderly. And, you know, I'm 77, so the thing is is that a lot of people my age uh, don't know how to use the Internet. But... More and more grandparents are now using the Internet because it's the only way they can communicate with their grandkids uh, because that's what their grandkids do. And so for the older generation, which has a greater percentage of people with disabilities, this also gives them an opportunity to participate uh, like everybody else. So it's not something, you know, it's a great opportunity for young people, but it's a means of communicating uh, for the elderly, uh, which is so important to a lot of families. That's absolutely right. You know, we we do. Well, thank work you, for Joyce, the again for having Todd on, and and uh, I really enjoy promoting AudioEye and promoting Todd in particular. Thank you, Tony. You made you, Tony. I think you made a historical mistake. I about your right. age. I don't think you're seventy-seven. <laughs> well, I'm 76. Unless, uh, unless suddenly June has moved up faster. Yeah, well, that's 77, 76 with three quarters is pretty much 77 in my book. Yeah, well, but see, here's what I, I do. I I'm a, as, as you can all see, I'm a big history 
uh, follower. So just so you all know, that was incorrect, 76. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Tony. Thanks Thanks, for calling in. Bye-bye. And, boy, perfect timing. Because oh, how it's special time is that? For, oh, I know. He is so awesome. And he called in at the perfect time because guess what? It's time for our news break. Advocacy Matters with Perry Jude Radisick. Welcome to the show. Hey, Joyce. Uh, thanks. And it was great hearing the congressman and uh, Todd uh, talk about access and uh, audio Eye. It's a great product, too. Uh, so I appreciate uh, all that's being done. So what's on the, what's the hot topic? It's the federal budget. What is everyone talking about? Congress is talking about the budget this week. Newsmakers are talking about the budget this week. Why is everybody talking about the budget this week? The reason for the focus on federal funding is that the president released the fiscal year 2020 budget proposal from the White House. So today, the House Budget Committee was holding a hearing on the President's budget proposal, and later this week, uh, on March 14th, the Senate Committee on Finance will hold a hearing on the President's budget proposal. So that's creating the buzz on federal funding. The President's 2020 budget is a blueprint for his program and budget priorities only. It's not a reflection of the budget and program priorities of either the United States House of Representatives or the United States Senate. The process for making any funding decisions, even for our disability-related programs and services, is certainly complicated and it's a long process. But all of your listeners need to know that all of the discussion around what's in the president's budget has not been approved, so there's nothing to worry about. We should just hold on because it's a long and complicated process. What advocates have to pay attention to are these budget hearings. The House Budget Committee and the Senate Finance Committee They hold these hearings, and they set, this is complicated, but it's called a 302B allocation number, which simply means it's an overall funding number for each of the 12 appropriations bills. This may or may have nothing to do with the president's budget, but it starts the appropriations process. So it's how money is distributed. These 12 appropriations bills get an overall starting point from the Senate Finance and Budget Committees. So education, labor, Social Security, human services, housing and urban development, and even defense get a number from the House Budget and Senate Finance Committees. And they can't exceed those numbers. So where does the president... Yeah, go ahead, Joyce. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Perry. So there's an overall number, and then the committees, those 12 appropriations committees, those 12 funding bills, have to stay within that number. 
And then those appropriations committees allocate from that number down into those departments, like special education, like um, Medicaid, like Medicare, uh, like defense, like uh, vouchers for housing, like SNAP for food stamps. So where does the president's spending increases and decreases fit into this structure? Well, like I said in the beginning, they're just his program priorities. They're not the 302B number that we care about. They're just, it's not a piece of legislation. It's not an appropriations number. It's just his priority. So like the rest of us, he's got to advocate or lobby for it, just like us. So you may have read stories that he wants to cut food stamps. He wants to block grant Medicaid funding. He wants to cut out our protection and advocacy funding. That would hurt our ability to provide legal and advocacy services. But that's just his priorities, and his list is long. So at this point, the Congress and the President are not even close to making decisions about funding programs we care about. The negotiations and congressional hearings are just in the early stages. So, Joyce, we know advocacy matters. And we'll keep your listeners up to date as Congress moves forward on developing budgets and funding for disability programs and services. We just wanted everybody to know to not worry about the president's budget. It's a long process. He's got to educate and lobby just like we do. And, uh, and your listeners knows that they all know advocacy matters and we'll keep them updated. Thanks, Joyce. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you brought this up because I want to tell you many people are so afraid because of Medicaid, you know, Medicare. So I'm glad that you pointed out that, you know, don't worry. It's, you know, this is not a thing happening right now. Although, Harry Drew will keep us up to date in case we do need to do something. She will keep us up to date, Disability Rights PA, she is the CEO, and Perry, I just want to tell you how many calls I have received from people telling me how much they appreciate this news break, and of course, I know what an awesome leader you are, but thank you so much for always taking time to keep us in the know. Well, Joyce, we appreciate the opportunity uh, to collaborate with you and uh, on your show, and, uh, uh, you know, everybody knows Advocacy Matters, and your listeners are fantastic, and uh, we appreciate it when they participate in our calls to action. Uh, the last call to action generated 242 uh, letters to Congress, so it, it works. Uh, your show works. It works. Your listeners yes. uh, participate. It does work. And just remember, can't do things without money. Disability Rights PA, go to the website. You can make a contribution today. And Perry, we will look up. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you. You're welcome. What happened there, Todd? And guess what? Whose idea do you think this was? It was Mary Brocker who said to me one day that we need you know, some type of news break, you know what I mean, to keep people up to, uh, you know, up to date, and that Perry Jude 
and Disability Rights PA, not only did they say yes, but they coordinate all of this with me. They have all of this on their website. And uh, why we're doing that is so that every week people know, here's what's going on. You know, Joyce, you and I are not at, not really that great at what we do, but it's the people that uh, that work for us and uh, surround that we surround ourselves. And Joyce, you know, Mary Brocker is <laughs> the lifeblood of of uh, your your vendor consulting, and um, I've got those in my organization as well. And we are so grateful for them. So shout out to Mary Brocker. Oh, that is great. You know what? I am blessed. It's always who. You know, I always say I have the best company in the world, and if it were not for Paula Baylog and Mary Brocker, uh, the two top leaders in the organization, I would not be able to do what I'm doing today. You are 100% right. People need to remember, hire people better, not hire people lower than they are. Yep. Don't you agree Um, with that? I'm 100% in agreement, and for the close to 70 employees at DotEY, there's no way we'd be as successful and uh, focused and disciplined and, um, you know, making uh, good on our commitment to accessibility without the 69 others. <laughs> it's really them that do it, as you know. So. I'm grateful and you know for what? Them. I'm sorry I forgot to mention this, but Todd Bankafier, uh is a member of the Bender Advisory Board, and we just had a dinner here in D.C., and the one person I want to bring up specifically is Doro Bush-Cook. Uh, you know, Doro is, and Ted Kennedy Jr., and of course, our chair, Tony Quello, but mm-hmm. uh, Doro last evening took time to talk about her father, and she couldn't talk very much because she was so emotional because, as she said, to all of you, you know, of course, he's the president, but to me, he's my father. Um, And it was just so remarkable, people like you, Bob O'Hara, how many people, you know, Ted Kennedy, of course, Tony and myself, how there were so many connections to that great man. Yep how blessed we were to have been able to be uh, just a very small part of his his life and being able to meet him and talk to him because you talk about an individual who really strongly believed in those with disabilities and how important they were. were and I mean, he, he exuded um, kindness, and um, I got to see that in the, the interactions that I had with him. Those in the room last night shared some stories. It was just a wonderful sort of remembrance night of uh, George Bush Sr., and we uh, we enjoyed it very much. Yes, I have to get back in touch with Doro because she's going to send me socks. And everyone that knows me knows I'm all about two things, glasses and socks. You know, you're not going to see me with these, like, traditional socks. So, yeah. uh, And if you remember... That was President Bush. That was his thing. Uh, And, yes, you're right. What a great family, great man. Uh, But, Todd, I want to tell you a question that I have been asked by several people in the business world, Mm -hmm. and that is, well, what's the difference between AudioEye's product and other products in the market, and and how would you answer that? 
Well, as I said earlier, it's really we lead with technology in the sense that um, we have really um, innovative um, capability when we come to, to utilizing our service, and it makes it more efficient and effective as it relates to the customer. So um, the traditional approach has been to, as we, as we do, scan the site, determine what's wrong, and then at that point they bring in the developer team and have the developers spend a long time trying to design how they're going to fix it all, and then they sit down and put keys, put their hands on the keys and start keystroking and making changes to the source code and fixing it along the way. But as I said earlier, what's really, really important, and I hope everybody's listening, is this skill set for accessibility coding was not taught in any curriculum in any university or high school prior to five years ago. So you don't have people in the workplace now that are developers that have the understanding of how to code with accessibility. Now, some have self-taught themselves. I'm not saying anyone, but, you know, the major majority of developers in the world don't have the ability to take a, a current-day website to full accessibility. And I talked to the C-suite about that. I say, you know, if you walked into your developer department and said, hey, I'm going to inject truth serum into all of you and ask you one question. Do you know how to code with accessibility? No one would raise their hands. And that's just reality. It's not, a, it's not wrong. It's just the truth. I talk to CIS professors across the, the country and professors, and they say, you know, they're looking to make curriculum changes to make sure we add this into our curriculum. But, you know, curriculum changes take years sometimes. And so it's not moving as fast as we'd like, but to come out of those computer science classes without any capability of understanding how to, to create the code properly in the first place is a lot of the reason why we're in this problem. Now, there's no one to blame for that. It just wasn't understood when we started building the Internet, and we've built close to 2 billion websites uh, that are inaccessible, and, and there's obviously a lot of work to do to make sure that we move in that direction. But... Our competitors, for the most part, have the ability to use those developers. We use technology. We use the technology to allow us to fix it, test it, stay on the site and continue to fix those errors as they come about, as I talked about earlier, that sustainability component. And then our technology toolbar, which allows you to change the look and feel of your site to address your specific individual disability. I mean, how many of my friends that have, including myself, that uh, have, you know, some low vision and we have the ability to just quickly hit the plus key a couple times and increase the size of the font, it changes the whole experience. So that's just um, in a, probably a long-winded answer, but the real difference between us and our and other products is we have a full service we, from beginning to end. We keep it accessible throughout the life of the subscription, and we add a toolbar to address those individuals with disabilities over and above what the WCAG standards call for. So we believe in equal access for all, so we're not leaving anybody out. That's the ROI right. product. 
Well, you know, before this show ends, here's the most important. Well, first, congratulations, Todd, because I know you are on the stock exchange. What credibility is that? Congratulations. I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, We, as a company, joined the NASDAQ Stock Exchange last July. Um, It's really, really exciting for all of our shareholders who have seen us, you know, have 12 consecutive quarters of revenue increases, and we're growing uh, like a real healthy company. And the NASDAQ, obviously, they don't let just anybody... (laughs) Join the NASDAQ. It's a very extensive process, and you've got to have you have to meet a number of huge criteria, and you have to have credibility of, with your product. Uh, they they do a very thorough analysis, and to be put on the NASDAQ is a very very proud accomplishment accomplishment of everyone at Audiwi and all of our shareholders out there across the world. So we're we're very 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 proud of that. And you should be. So, uh, what is your emblem? What is your symbol? Where do they go to to find you? Yeah, good question. What is it? A A E Y E. A E Y E. Capital Y, capital E. A Y E. All right, that's where you are on the Nasdaq. And now, before we go, if someone is listening. And or if they tell someone else, because remember, everyone, if you talk to someone, you can hear this on Spotify or Apple. But how does someone contact AudioEye if they would like to see the product? Well, we love to use technology, as I've talked about. So um, you can go right to our website and type in AudioEye.com forward slash request a demo and it'll immediately respond to you with a form, and you'll fill it out, and we'll um, grab the URL and domain, and we will provide you a demonstration uh, of our website, I mean, of our service immediately. We'll be in contact okay, with you. Or you what is your website? I'm sorry. Audioi.com. Okay. Audioi.com. Don't don't miss that, audioi.com. Hey, I know we're almost to the end of the show here, Todd. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, What a pleasure. It's a true pleasure to be with you, Joyce. You are an absolute inspiration when it comes to this issue of disabilities, and uh, it's a pleasure to be with you on this radio show and to be your friend, so thank you. All right. Thank you. And listen, we end every show with a quote, and today it has to be, if you wonder if your website is accessible, it's not, said Jenny Leigh Fleury. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you all next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.